Hey there, and welcome to Drunk Distory Presents The Dark Ride, a fun Disney Parks-themed game show with zero prizes and lots of drinking. My name is Adrian, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan. We are two people who love Disney Parks and started this podcast because we know there are lots of other Disney Park fans out there who, like us, aren't all perfect and PG-rated. And if that's you, then this is the show for you. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's find out what attraction we're going to talk about today. It's not just laughter thereafter, it's laughter whereafter. Oh wait, please hold while I page Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow. I know you guessed it. It's the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. Wow, what a mouthful. All right, let's gather some facts and some futuristic drinks, and we'll be right back. Tomorrowland Transit Authority Metroliner nonstop now departing Rocket Tower Plaza Station for a round trip Super Skyway Tour. Welcome aboard, TTA travelers. Whether you're a humanoid, a robot, or an alien passenger, we hope you enjoy your trip along Tomorrowland Transit Authority's Super Skyway. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Adrian. Are you ready to page Mr. Morrow? I love Mr. Morrow. I mean, honestly, there are people really, that really have that name, and that's delightful. I grew I grew up with like uh, with twins that were the Morrow twins, and uh, luckily neither of them were named Tom. But uh, but that's what like a golden opportunity. opportunity. Yeah, I know. What a what a golden opportunity that their parents just absolutely blew. I well, hopefully, future generations they'll get their act together in the Morrow family. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so we have. A great show today, and we have a very special guest, uh, one of the first people I ever went to Disney World with, and still to this day, my absolute favorite person to go with, my Disney-loving little sister, Caitlin Dadun is here. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I've been dying to get you. I mean, we. I asked you what ride you wanted to do, and you said this one. Yeah, I definitely. This is a good one. I, I mean, love how I love how we've like we've roped our siblings <laughs> into, into our Disney habits. I wonder if it's because they're the ones that truly know like our Disney nerd selves. Like, oh, totally. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I mean, not like, a lot of from, people that you. Yeah, from from all the stories I've heard, like you're you're right up there with the Disney nerdness uh, as your sister. As kid, yeah, so. I'm a little yeah. bit more like, you know, in the closet about it. But when I'm around certain people, it comes out. Yeah. In fact, like we did uh, like Disney trivia like years ago now. Oh, yeah. Uh, where we went to a bar and like there was like Disney tri- <laughs> Disney parks trivia. We did that. And I think that was my first time like letting my, my Diz freak flag fully <laughs> yeah. out, uh, out of the <laughs> bottle. <laughs> and, we be- and we came in second place just so anyone listening at home knows uh, we know our stuff sort of, but not as good as some people. I still Dude, think it was people, rigged. I, I think we, people, we had and- that. <laughs> and those people are probably listening. And uh, if so, uh, I want to rematch. After yeah. doing all of this research for this for this show, I want to rematch. I know. I feel way better prepared now. It's like we now we're ready to do some more Disney trivia. Yeah, I remember sure. when, um, in terms of you know my Disney relationship with my sister, I always like really loved certain things about Disney. I loved the smell of the air conditioning. I loved the smell of the water. And I thought I was weird for liking these things. And I remember it like it was yesterday. Like my family was going right after 9-11. We were going on a trip to Disney World. And 
I was talking about it with my sister and she was started naming all these things that I didn't think I thought it was the only weirdo in the family <laughs> that that noticed it. she goes oh I love when you know you're on the log and you smell the water and like so, and like I love the cold air conditioning and I was like oh my god like I didn't know that you thought this way too and it yeah just, it was all over when you find somebody who you connect with like that it's all over you're just like you became <laughs> best friends and so oh, yeah, to talk totally. about yeah. Right, Ryan? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's certainly how we became uh, as, as close of friends as we are yeah. as because of this. You said we became friends because you heard me talking to somebody about Disney and then you I came heard. over and talked to me about it. And then I was like, oh, my God, wait a minute. And you were like, I'm a big fan, too. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, now you're screwed for life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I randomly heard you talking to our boss. Yeah. <laughs> One of our bosses. I'm very and, uh, professional. You had just had a trip or something. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, I need to go talk to this person more. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, let's talk about what we're drinking today. Uh, today, we're drinking something I will call Pour Me One Morrow. And it's a green alien colored drink that is one part melon liqueur. I'm sorry that you guys had to buy that. One part coconut rum. I, I had it already. Oh, okay. <laughs> and my bar is that big, and I'm that sad during quarantine. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't have melon liqueur during quarantine? Uh, so you mix that all together in a chilled shaker and pour it into a martini glass. So cheers, guys. Tell me, yeah, how you, tell me cheers. Although uh, I'm not drinking mine out of a martini glass today. No, I'm, not uh, today. Not today. This is too special of an occasion to drink this uh, this very sweet <laughs> drink uh, out of a martini glass. I don't so. know why we started becoming maybe I don't know why we started drinking all of our drinks out of mugs, but I love it. It's so much more comfortable than a martini glass, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So we drink our drinks out of mugs. And so I'm going to say what mug I'm drinking out today. My sister and I went to the Disney store like a week ago. And by the way, anyone listening, go. There was great sales, 40 percent off. And there's this collection called the Wisdom Collection, and they had this mug that says, knowledge and wisdom is the real power. And on the back are Merlin and um, Madame Mim. Oh, that's awesome. And the inside's like this really cool, like metallic-y um, purple. Love it. So that's my mug today. Of that mug. Just that's, that. that's great. Kate, Kate what, uh, what are you drinking out of today? I'm drinking out of a mug that my sister made for me it says happy birthday on it it um it just spilled a little bit <laughs> um, it was um i guess from a trip back in 2014 and it's me and minnie at the character spot at epcot nice it's a really cute picture and it was when i discovered that it's cheaper to make a photograph into a mug on the my disney experience website than to download the picture hot tip for anyone out there <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Why would you not uh, add to your mug collection at that point, right? Yeah. What about you, Ray? Um, I'm I'm going back to my uh, my Planet Hoth, uh, uh, old school Star Wars Episode Five mug. Uh, it's tried and true. It's oh, nice cool. And big, yeah. nice and big, so it lets me lets me fill it with lots of booze. Katie and I just went to a uh, to see Star Wars the drive-in with our with our families. Oh, awesome! Yeah, it was fun. I've, uh, I've been wanting hot, to do that. But... In fact, uh, there's there's one in uh, I live in in Greenpoint in Brooklyn, and one just opened up down the street where they've like taken a construction site, and because there's no construction happening because of the coronavirus, they've turned it into like a a, a two screen oh. drive-in theater. It's so, amazing. Yeah, there's so yeah. many in the story too. They throw up one of those like inflatable screens. 
Fabulous. Love it. You should do yeah, that awesome. all the time. Yeah, it shouldn't be just now. Yeah, I agree. Drive it through the shit. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about, let's just get into this, because I'm I'm so pumped to talk about this ride. I've been waiting for this ride. It's it's very, very... Do we very... call it a ride? What the fuck is this thing? Attraction. Like, what is it, though? <laughs> like, it has, like, it has no... I can't under, I can't wrap my head around what this actually is. Like to me, it feels like when you go to the hotel, like you know, some hotel in Middle America, right. and they have the they have the rack of brochures of like what you could do around the area. It's that manifested into a ride. <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah, it's just a tour of a land. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like it, it's a tour that you didn't know you wanted. Like. You, <laughs> It's not that big of a square footage of space that you need someone to say, like, let me show you around. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, yeah. Um, well, okay. So we're talking about the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover located in, like the name says, Tomorrowland at the Magic Kingdom. There's also a defunct version in Disneyland that closed in 1995. But oddly, uh, its station and track infrastructure remain uh, standing today. I remember seeing that and being like, Why? Yeah, apparently they like can't remove it because it holds up other things. Oh, but uh, but yeah, the rocket rods, which was the attraction that they replaced it with, um, only lasted for like two or three years. But it, it like it was basically the people mover, but like really fast. And oh. because it was really fast and went around like the turns quickly, it started like breaking down the infrastructure and like cracking the concrete. And so they were like, what? all right, no, no, no. you got to stop doing this. You can't. <laughs> so they basically just like sped up the people mover and called it rocket rods. Kind of. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I, I've often wondered, well, we'll get into it, but I've often wondered like if they, if they did pump up the speed a little bit, but, but yeah, maybe stuff like that would happen. Somebody also had that idea. They were like, what happens if we do this? And then yeah. uh, it, it failed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this version in Magic Kingdom was instituted July 1st, 1995. Um, like, like we were just saying, it's a very hard ride to explain, but um, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover, formerly known as the Wedway People Mover and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, is an urban mass transit system of the future. Vehicles take passengers on a grand circle tour of Tomorrowland that provides elevated views of several attractions. It's a slow moving ride and the vehicle is propelled by linear induction. Uh, you're going to go inside and around all of the attractions in Tomorrowland and hear a little overview or a joke on what's special about each of them. You're also going to see a large and amazing uh, diorama of the Progress City Epcot model, which originally sat in the Carousel of Progress at the World's Fair. It's also the one time that a ride shows you a gift shop on the ride instead of exiting you into one. That's Mickey Star Traders is in there. <laughs> and you will get one of the best views of the castle from this ride. Everyone always takes a picture of it or a video or a boomerang. It's perfect. Uh, the current version of the ride, which was updated in 2009, is narrated by Mike... Brassel. I don't know if he's an Imagineer, but I think we should drink for him anyway. Um, we drink what we talk about an Imagineer here. Mikey and safety, safety Spiels by BJ Ward. Uh, however, there was one additional change after 2009, an important one, on August 5th, 2010. It was announced that the name People Mover would officially be reinstated because it was beloved, calling it that, uh, to the ride's name, effectively changing it to the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. I should say that the Wait, People Mover... When I'm sorry. When did they not call it People Mover? They just called before 2009. It was called just Tomorrowland Transit Authority, the TTA. Well, that's stupid. 
And before that, it was, like I said, the Wedway People Mover. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So it was All kind right. of like the Triborough Bridge where, like, people just couldn't dump the name. Like, then we're not calling it the RFK Bridge. We're calling it the Triborough. Eventually, they're going to call it the RFK Triborough Bridge because we're just not, we're not doing it. And that's yeah. kind of what happened with this. Um, it should be noted that the People Mover to this day continues to win numerous internet polls for being a fan favorite ride. And it won Disney World's official 2017 March Mad- March Magic attraction bracket under the name The Tomorrowland Movers. People say they love this ride for the fact that it never has a line. The rich Disney history, the much-needed breeze, and the overall relaxation for their tired Disney bodies. I, t- I, I mean, I, I can't agree more. You mm. know, <laughs> like... Yeah, this is one of those. This is like one of those pure Disney attractions that is so confusing because it has no business being there. You know, like it was <laughs> it was like Walt's idea for Progress City. Right. So like in the what would have been in Epcot, it was his idea that you would take these people movers and use them as public transportation to get out to your house in the yeah. like, in the like uh, quote unquote suburbs. And then you would take the little people mover that would be at the end of your street and then ride it into the city in the morning and then ride it back at night How instead fabulous. of like taking like a subway. <laughs> I mean, I, I would love that. Who yeah. There's these rad, there's these rad like, uh, like animated um, movies or like little clips or whatever from, from back in the Progress City days when they were developing it to try to like shop it out to, um, I guess to like maybe like towns. And like cities, because they were trying to like. Oh, they were trying to sell the plans. In fact, I think that there was a. I think they actually shopped this out and sold it. Maybe you're gonna have something, some information on this, but like, I think they sold it to like someplace in Houston, where like Houston has their own people mover in their like airport or something like that. And uh, and it's like a you know it's the same thing like that they were trying to do with monorails. They were like trying to patent this this. technological innovation and i think it was through like wed transportation or wedway transportation and and then sell it as like you know future i don't know like futurism you know like sell it as like as a product and in order to like get people excited about it they're like oh throw it in the park (laughs) okay well that makes that makes a lot more sense i mean um i would love that whenever i see that progress city model i'm like why didn't it happen? It looks fantastic. I know. Like I a know. big spoke of a city where everything just kind of like all heads into this one center, but you you live on the, you know, you go out and you come in. You go, it just that sounds fabulous. Where was yeah. that supposed to be? I'm sorry? Where was that supposed to be, that city? Like, if, like well, it was the Florida project, oh, right? So like, and that's like what, I don't know if it was supposed to actually be like in the location that Epcot is today. But like the Florida project, right, right, was that city, and then like the theme park, the Magic Kingdom, um, which you know ended up being like the first thing, was just supposed to like get people excited. Yeah, to yeah, watch like Disney. Epcot was supposed to be the big attraction of Florida. Okay, yeah. yeah, and it was like a whole like working city, or supposed to be a whole working city. Yeah, well, Ryan, that thank you for that. That was really interesting. I didn't know any of that. Um, I have some other interesting facts, specifically about the ride. Yeah. Um, the original backstory of the TTA is that um, the uh, the ride audio referenced that there were three different ride lines. The the lines were blue, which is the one that the color and the one that you see today, green and red. The blue line was the ride as we knew it. The green line was supposed to be local transportation to other cities, 
while the red line was supposed to go to destinations that took you off the planet. So that was the backstory that these these cars were going in all different places. Um, the Disneyland version of the attraction was sponsored by uh, Goodyear. When the People Mover was created for Disney World, it didn't use the same Goodyear tire propulsion system in the functionality of the traction. So they decided not to sponsor this one. Edison Electric became the original sponsor of this ride. And interestingly enough, uh, the People Mover is the only ride at Magic Kingdom that has current sponsorship besides Pandora. I mean, um, besides Pandora sponsors the uh, Happily Ever After, but that's not considered an attraction. It's a, you know, show. Um, When this attraction first opened in Disney World, it required a D ticket to ride. The letter ticket program, which ran from A to E, began at Disneyland uh, about three months after its opening. Both parks used the program until the early 80s. This was a D ticket attraction. And I think that sounds about right. Um... The People Mover itself uses some pretty cool technology that was way ahead of its time. The cars are propelled by linear induction. That means that the track is lined with magnets um, and the vehicles themselves also have magnets and the reaction of the magnets propels the vehicle forward. Those of us that have been rocketed out of the terminal over in uh, Hollywood Studios, Rock and Roller Coaster, have experienced a supercharged version of the exact same technology. So that's some interesting facts about the people mover. That is very interesting. <laughs> There's also like some hidden Mickey facts, but you know, like that's not my jam. I'm not a hidden Mickey person. So if you're, yeah. if you're looking for one, there's one in the salon scene where the alien is getting her hair done. Her belt has a Mickey, a hidden Mickey on it. Oh, so you are turning into a hidden hoe. I guess. No, yeah. no, uh, never. I don't, I don't like that. Uh, what are what is everyone's initial um, thoughts and Katie? What are your initial feelings about? Remember the first time you rode it, or do you remember a recent time? What do you love about this ride? I mean, I the the scene of the castle is always just my favorite. Right. You turn that bend and you see it. It's just there's nothing like perfect. It. And if you get it at the right time of day, oh, it's like yep. that time where the sun is setting. That's like mm, money shot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Air conditioning, a cool breeze. Yeah, relaxation. Yeah, relaxation. Putting your feet up on the on the row in front of you, and the cast members never tell you to take your feet down. I I do that on the Long Island Railroad, and they go, "This isn't a Hilton," you know. But in Disney, they're like, "It's fine." <laughs> Ryan. Oh, so many memories. Um, you know, I I think uh, it was always like you know this this weird attraction that was in the background like you know it was it was made partly because walt always had this idea of kinetics in uh tomorrowland he wanted to see moving things always so the idea of you know uh the uh the speedway cars moving the orbitron moving around the um and the rockets you know moving around the People mover, you know, constantly moving like in and out, like all of this movement and kinetic like feeling to the land really makes you think of the future or at least like the 60s version of what the future would be like zooming and, and flying cars and all this stuff. Yeah. And, and it, it adds so much atmospherically to to the place. Um, you know, you are 100 percent right. I never thought about that. Like the, it's the one land where you're actually seeing things just 
the the rockets are flying these things are moving and it's like it just feels like totally. that energy yeah yeah it totally amps it up and uh and and i think that's something that walt thought of early on and like nailed yeah um and i'm i'm kind of surprised i i guess i don't remember it not being there but like it wasn't there for like a long time i guess right wait uh no no what the the it was like 1975. Oh, okay. So, all right. Yeah, so just it was always years. there since we were alive. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, uh, I mean, I just like the, the idea that you get, all right. Like you, you get like a little, a little view, a little slice of everything that's there is always been like my favorite. And then you get like the little, um, diorama scenes of, yeah. of like, you know, either the progress city model, which was always like, my favorite or like that weird alien salon thing and <laughs> the Buzz Lightyear part and you know like uh, the Space Mountain part the Space Mountain part is Space epic. Mountain part is great and apparently like if you if you get on it when Space Mountain is down and the lights are on it's oh, yeah. the perfect time to see like Space Mountain with the lights on I've ridden it that way before you I've have. seen it with the lights on yeah wow it makes you um not like Space Mountain as much to be honest because <laughs> yeah. Space Mountain looks kind of like a shitty roller coaster without uh no, without... Space Mountain's a shitty roller coaster. <laughs> I don't believe it. Um, the best shitty roller coaster there is. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a funny recent memory. Um, not th- too recent, but I I think it was seven years ago. Um, my sister and I went with my parents. I had got them uh that we had for a Christmas gift. I taken it I, I must have been some sort of a baller I don't remember <laughs> I've taken everybody I, I it was a lot cheaper to go to Disney and I took like everybody as a Christmas gift slash birthday gift to Disney and um and it's also like my parents anniversary there's a whole bunch of things and I was just like let's go for a weekend at Disney it was around the holidays and we get to Tomorrowland and my dad like said, said me and my sister are walking towards the people mover and my dad's like we don't need to go on this right and my sister and I turned and looked at him like are you crazy? Yeah. Get your get up there. He said about Spaceship Earth too, and we're like, yeah, no, that's a state. He's like, we need to go on these, and I'm like, yeah. we we this is why we're here. I can go on a roller coaster <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> I'm I'm here to go on these ghetto ass rides in the <laughs> '70s that I love. Yeah, yeah. Bring on the weird. Bring on yeah. the weird. Sure. It is funny because I I wonder if. I mean, I, I think everyone's like 10% away from each other in terms of like not ever. no one's so different from anyone. And I wonder like if a lot of families approach it that way, we're like, we don't need to go on this one. Right. And they just head to Space Mountain. I think that's, I think that's why the line is always short. Like, you know, yeah. although in the recent past couple of times that I've gone, the line has not been short. And I've been like, what, what's going on here? You know, like why? I think why the fast is there a 45 system, minute line right now? The fast pass system has you know, push people like waiting for where they don't have a fast pass onto these rides that they don't normally go on. Totally. Um, but I, I still think the most I've ever maybe waited for this is 10, 10 minutes. I mean, yeah. Although I love it with all my heart, I think that's, you know, nearing the amount that I would, you know, like, oh, much I, more I mean, than that, I'm probably going to just, you know, wait, I'll come back to it, you know? There was one trip that Katie and I went on recently where we just, for some reason, we didn't make it on. Down. 
it was down. It was, yeah, we went and it was down, and then we we're like, oh, we'll come back later in the day, and it never, we never got to. Yeah, yeah. We're like, we did not ride the people movers today. This is a travesty. It's like, still I, like a complete day at the park. Yeah. So recently, like in the past, I think over the past like year, they've been replacing all of the the supports to the people mover, and they're like making uh, design wise, they're going away from like that that ninety four new Tomorrowland look of like the metal struts and stuff. And they're going back to a lot, a much, um, much closer design to like the original kind of like swooping sixties uh, aesthetic. And you can right. see in, in like, in a lot of like the, the little uh, like columns that are holding up the roof for it. Cause that's the coolest thing about the people mover is that you're like totally outside, but you have a roof over you and you can ride it in the rain. Yeah. And I love riding that ride in the rain. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's perfect. It gets you out yeah. of the rain and you're like on a ride that's sort of in and outdoors. Perfect. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I, I think we're ready to, to drink this ride. What do you guys think? I am thirsty. Let's get it going. <laughs> Not that I haven't been drinking, but let's oh, no. start it. All right. Um, I'm going to explain the game. So we play this game. It's called Drink That Ride. And you can play along at home. We encourage you to play along at home. It's a lot more fun if you're playing along if you're not someone that drinks, drink water. I don't know, drink iced tea, whatever the hell you drink. But it's fun to play as a drinking game. Uh, it's basically a drink the difference game. We're going to rank the rides through a series of technical and fun rounds. The the drink, it's a drink the difference. Uh, we give each ride a point value. For example, if a ride is, if, a va if the category is five points and you give it a two, you're going to drink the difference. That's, that would be a three, three seconds, or three sips. The shittier the ride, the drunker you get. I'm a little worried that we're not going to get drunk, Adrian, because although many people would call this a shitty ride, well, well I guess we'll see. We'll see what there, our point I, I think system does, there, right? There's some areas where it might not do well. Well, let me just tell everyone what the categories yeah. were. Uh, we started the technical categories. Uh, that's Q for five points, length of ride, five points, thrill level, five points, immersion, that's sight, sounds, and ride vehicle, that's 10 points. That's the end of the technical round. And then we go into the final, the grand finale, the fun level. That's 25 points. That gives the, a ride a maximum value of 50 possible points that it could snatch up if we think it delivers. So, All right. Adrian, I'm, uh, I'm getting out our scorecard. Ryan will be recording our scores. And um, all right. So let's, let's, uh, let's start. We start at the start. That's the queue. Some people don't know what that means. I found out recently. That means the line. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, this attraction has a single station. These motherfuckers where... not have a dictionary? What do you mean? They don't know what it means. I had someone ask me what the Q was. Cool. <laughs> Did yeah, you stop I was like, friends all right, again? well, I gotta, I should guess I, I gotta explain that. I... You know what the way well, talking about Disney, though, that's when you say cute. We don't say line when it comes to Disney. Everything else in this world, we say, go on the line. You're in Disney. Right. Queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're at the shopping market, you're not, you're not going to be like... Like you're at the grocery queue. store. You're not going to say like, "Oh, I'm going to go queue up." Queue, but yeah, yeah. In Disney, everything's a little classier. Yeah. I mean, I, do you get in the line at Universal or do you get on the queue? I mean, oh, that's a line. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Six Flags. It's a line. Oh. <laughs> uh, Six Flags is a holding cell. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so we're talking about queue. This attraction has a single station, which resides at the center of Rocket Tower Plaza and beneath the Astro Orbiter. Passing the queue, passengers step onto an inclined moving walkway, what we call the bouncy walkway that we all love, to the second level. They then I love that thing so much. So much. So Isn't it the much. best? 
the fact just that it's bouncing that up. Way, oh. Yeah. oh man, so fun. Um, some people like fly up it, and I'm like, I'm taking my time on this. I don't get a bouncy walkway yeah. all the time. I'm not <laughs> flying up this thing. Um, yeah. uh, the second level, so it takes you to the second level. Then they have to step onto a moving platform, which matches the speed of the people mover trains and board before they depart the station. One of the best things about the people mover, we just said it is that it rarely has a long line. Uh, even when it does, the attraction is a constant loader. Uh, that's a theme park term, meaning that the ride never stops and guests are constantly loading the ride vehicle. Therefore, the line always moves quickly unless it's down. Yep, people eater. So, yep, people eater, constant loader, whatever whatever you want to call it. So, um, Ryan, I'll start with you. It's Out of a possible five points, what do you give the cue for the people mover? All right, so on surface level... This queue is dog shit, right? Because sure. it's like, it's just outside turnstiles around or whatever. It's it's horrible. But what's cool about it is that, number one, there is a, a weird robot at the beginning. Right. He's a, a news big, reporter. Yeah. Big fan of weird robot guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then you go through, you know, the turnstiles, hopefully not very many of them, because otherwise there's a line and, you know, why are you there? Um, yeah. Then you have a bouncy uh, escalator, flat escalator thing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then you're on the world's biggest turntable, which is rad. It feels like you're on a record. Yeah. The uh, and the and the cast members like moonwalking. And they're, walking, they're doing the backwards walk, which looks so fun. Yeah, it's so fun. Uh, and like, and you get like a pretty awesome view, you know, from up there. And so, look, it, it's it can't be a, a Tower of Terror type score, but it's it's certainly better than teacups. So I'm gonna go three. I'm right there with you. I'm giving it a three as well for all of those reasons. I, I don't think it's um, it's not shitty. It's not as good as as some. Uh, but yeah, I still think it's great. And yeah, that robot, a lot of people don't get to enjoy him because there is never a line. So people don't even realize he's a news reporter. Sometimes I go up to the robot uh, and just stay there and let people pass me. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. Katie, what about you? What do you think of this cue? What do you give it? Yeah, because you know what? I I mean, the bounce, I can't get over it. Yeah. The moonwalk, I can't get over it. Everything you said, Ryan, <laughs> I said it better. But I love a ride where there's practically no weight. And there's never really a weight there. So it gets a four. That's a four. I think that's good. That's good. All right. Oh. So, Katie, you're going to drink one. Uh, Ryan and I will drink two. Cheers. Cheers, big ears. Taz. <laughs> Now, this is the category, the next category, where I think this ride really shines. Length of ride. This is a five-point category. This is a 10-minute long ride that covers almost a mile of track. It's going at 1.84 miles per hour. Um, just when you think it's about to end, it keeps going. Just when you think it's over, it takes another turn. <laughs> Wait, it's it's really only going 1.84? Yep. It feels so much faster than that. No, you could walk faster than <laughs> Maybe I'm a slow walker. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the speed. Yeah, that's why it covers. I think it's covers a mile. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I I think this is ten in my opinion. On, I mean, I'm sorry, five. This is a five point category. Length of ride. I love how long this is. I love that you could sort of relax because you know it's not going to be over so quickly. And my feet, my feet really need that 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 ten minute break. And I'm enjoying it. I love the sounds. I love the things that are being said. 
the little weird things the announcer says. It's a five for me on length of ride. It's a five. Okay. Yeah, five. I agree. You always think it's ending, and then there's another whip, another breeze, <laughs> and you're like, I just got another minute or two, and then even another minute or two turns into three or four. Right. They're like, wait, now we're going to see the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Factory. You, you're like, I forgot about that. So you forget, like, as you're driving around of it, you're like, wait, we miss this part, and so it just keeps going. It's great. It's definitely a five. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I'm, I'm, like, searching my brain in order to, like, not be matched up with the two of you. Like, like, is there like, is there another reason where like the length would be, you know, be able to be better? And I can't think of one. So yeah, it can't so, be like you. You can't want it shorter. You really probably don't want it too much longer because it'll start eating time. I mean, I all right. Perfect. So check this out. Like, in right now, I totally agree with you. But in two years from now, when Tron Light Cycle Run is up, like it would be rad if it looped around and like covered a little bit of that. But you can see Tron from this, and I... Yeah, but, like, it'd be cooler if it, like, went into it, you know? But that has nothing to do with the length of the ride. Well, I mean, like, kind of. We're talking about the, like we said in the past, we're talking about the ride right now as it exists. Yeah, and right it's now. perfect. And it's perfect. So are we going five? Is this a five across the board? Five. Yeah, yeah, we're fives across the board. We have to drink because we're all giving it a five. That's, like, a first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, uh, it just got 15 points real quick. This thing is moving. This people mover is moving. <laughs> now we got a little bit of a problem because <laughs> now we go into thrill level. Oh. <laughs> this is a, this is another uh, five or uh, category. Like I said, the top speeds of 1.8 miles per hour. There are various dark spots that I do remember my mom taking out her flashlight where you're just like riding in the dark, hearing one of my favorite things about this ride is that clinking of the ride vehicle, just hearing it going through the dark. Um, and kids are often scared. I remember when I was a cast member, they would say this. Kids get scared when they hear that it's going into Space Mountain. When they said like, now under, they think that they're going to be put on Space Mountain and they kind of freak out. So I think that in that aspect. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an awesome, like if, yeah. if you're a parent, if you're a parent, you have a great opportunity here in order to yeah, like, like slightly traumatize your child for a totality of two minutes. Yeah, you know, like, you're gonna be like then, you're going on Space Mountain. There's no yeah. stopping this train. It's yeah, we're on. We can't stop it. Right. It's going in. So I don't think this can get a one because I think that there's just some things about it that are a little um, like there's the darkness and children might get scared. I still don't think it could be anything higher than a two. I have to give it a two. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna come in at a one. It, there's not anything really thrilling about this. It, you know, it's it's very enjoyable, and that enjoyment is not based on thrill. Right. I'm gonna say a two as well. All right, uh, Ryan, drink four. That's a lot for you. Delicious. Katie will drink three. Okay, last of the technical categories. We are people moving through these categories. Uh, immersion, sights, sounds, and ride vehicle. This is a 10-point category. We gave it a lot more points because we think it's what makes Disney different. So this is where we should um, see if they shine. Um, well, they say in the script, the people mover is the perfect vehicle for people watching. You hear them say that when you're going on. I think that's true. Um, the vehicles are, there's 20 vehicles consisting of five cars, approximately four riders per, per car. But if you have children, you can stuff in more potential for 20 
riders per vehicle. I think that the fact that this was actually supposed to be a vehicle of the future in a real town. And I, I think it's, I think it's very immersive. It's literally immersing you in the land that it is promoting. Yeah. Weirdly enough, like, I feel like it's an immersion is, is like less you on it than like you seeing it. Sure. You know, like, so it just like it being there makes like Tomorrowland more immersive, not Mm. just like the people mover as a ride. Okay. Cause like, what does that do for your score? I don't know. Like there's parts of it. Like the, like the, all those, like, uh, you know, fully blackout areas that like come on guys like you know give me like a give me like a like a rainbow light room or something you know to like go through or you so know, you're there's... saying it has potential that it's it it's not fully living up to yeah it can't be a 10 like there's stuff that it can do better for sure yeah and some of those diorama scenes could be like maybe plussed in yeah some like way. dusted like... yeah just like dust it once or twice you know that'd be cool yeah i mean yeah that is true uh yeah i i don't think this is a 10 because like like when you think of a ride that's a 10 that's fully immersive you're thinking of thinking of along the lines of like a you know flight of passage or a rise of the resistance that are so immersive um this is not that level even even space mountain is so immersive you know like um and the ride vehicle is so unique like this ride vehicle i absolutely love it because of the nostalgia of it but i think anyone looking at it would be like it's a blue bucket Totally. Um, so uh, I thought the future was going to be aerodynamic. <laughs> yeah, I know there's going to be padding on seats in the future. <laughs> um, I I'm going to give this ride for immersion. Going to give it a six. Yeah, I'm coming in right under as a, at a five. Katie, wait, are we doing one to five or one to ten? This category this is one to ten. ten. Sorry, Katie. Ten. Okay, I'm going to go. Right in the middle, about five, six, somewhere around there. Well, we always say, we don't do halves, so we always say round up. So round we'll up. round you up to a six. Yeah. I do like the different sounds and everything like that, but it could use a little bit of an improvement, I agree. Yeah. All right. So after our uh, our first four rounds, uh, which are the first 25 potential points, we are at, uh, a, I have a 14, Adrian has a 16, and Caitlin has a 17. So I'm being a little bit of a hater right now. And yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what's up with that. I do love this ride. I'm sorry. It's one of these rides where like, um, which is why we say this game is so good because like, if we do say so ourselves, (laughs) because there are things technically that some, some rides will shine on, but they're not that fun. And some rides technically they're not that great, but they're a lot of fun. So it, it, uh, it, evens you out for those things which is what brings us to our final big category 25 points up for grabs for the mover of people this is the fun category did disney do their job did you get off the people mover and did you have fun were you like that was great i want to go on that again later today or were you like why did i waste 10 minutes taking a tour of tomorrowland when i could just walk around tomorrowland the choice is yours (laughs) um if anybody's you know, has any thoughts on the fun level of this? Share them before we give the points. You know, I think it's, it's like, it's one of those things where it doesn't really have any business being super fun, but it's super fun. You know, it's quirky and and funny and like their, their little uh, audio cues throughout are, are awesome. Like, uh, 
paging paging Mr. Johnson, uh, go see Mr. Morrow at the stage. No, no, paging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow, please see Mr. Mr. Johnson in the control tower to um, confirm your flight to the moon. <laughs> yeah, but they had already, like, mentioned Mr. Johnson, like, earlier. Yeah, well, Mr. Johnson was an actual person that worked on the ride. So we oh, were... really? Yeah, they put I him into the, the script. I think, we're, I think we're up for a little cheers to the Imagineers. Mr. Yeah, Johnson cheers to Mr. House. Johnson. Yeah, there's a bunch of that's I said in the beginning that I also like where it says like uh uh and it and in Monster Sync Laugh Factory, it's laughter thereafter, and then you hear like Stitch being like, ah, I just love all the sounds. <laughs> yeah, they're they're great. And um you know, like uh, could it be better? Uh for sure, but uh, I'm pretty glad for what it is, and I hope they never take it away from me. I'll be very So sad. why don't you why don't you give us what your your point value for fun? I think I'm coming in at a 21. Ooh. Katie, as our guest. Overall, uh, so Katie, this is out of 25. Oh, 25. Do you have any thought? You were, you were going to share a thought that you had about yeah. the fun level? One thing I will say about it, it's one of those rides that it's different experience. Like earlier, Ryan said the thing about the rain. You know, like in the morning, it's one experience. In the afternoon, at night, all different times of the day, you get a completely different experience from that ride. And that's what I love about it too. Like so that's true. Um I at night if the fireworks are going off. And, oh, it's so sick. Tomorrowland, like that, you know, like the rockets, everything going off. Like yeah. it's completely different around the clock. So um I'm gonna say a twenty. I'm twenty one, but a twenty. Okay. Um I agree with everything you guys are saying. Um I I'm very torn between two numbers. And like we said, we always round up. I'm all, I, I know Ryan's going to hate this. I'm also going to give it a 21. That's, that's good. No, that's fine. Sorry. I think it's like, I have so much fun on this ride and I look forward to it. And you're right, Katie, like the different times of the day, like I'm not mad at any time of the day I go on it because even if it's a packed time of day, like it's people watching, it's like seeing what's going on down below. There's just so much, the smell of the popcorn and bringing the popcorn on it. Uh, good time for all. Twenty one. That that is that is very true. Like you can you can eat and drink on this ride, or at least yeah. like you can. I don't know if you're supposed to, but you definitely can get away with it. What and you, you know, me? I I love that they like don't they like because it's not super super popular. They don't like force you to sit with strangers. Like you have your no. own little car. Your own little car is yours. Yeah. And when you're up above, like you get some ideas. Like you know what? Oh, there's a Mickey ice cream bar shop right there. You know, it's, so you. You kind of zone out and think about what you're going to hit up next, which is nice. Yeah, you kind of do maybe get, like, the bug for, like, oh, I, I really want to go on Space Mountain next. Like, I really want, like, um, has anyone ever, by the way, noticed the People Mover want, well, while on Space Mountain? Never. No, because it's, like, it's it's hidden behind a wall for the most part where you're only seeing, like, the the top of the Space Mountain dome until like halfway through the, your time in Space Mountain and then it opens up to like a plexiglass wall where you can actually see the ride vehicles going but you're only able to see that for like very short time like it's only probably like maybe 15 or 20 feet in right. that wall area so it, I mean to be able to see that low, from, yeah. from the roller coaster would be pretty tough to like catch that one spot right because I don't even know where it is like in the circle you know, compared to like where the lift hill like leaves you off. 
because it's so disorienting inside there, you know? Yeah, like, sometimes I feel like I'm in between the two different tracks. Maybe. You know, like, like I feel like I see the two different tracks on both sides, you know, the, diff- the different sides of Space Mountain where you can go to the right or the left. Like, I feel like I'm in between that. I, I never know. Yeah. I think the, the people mover goes around the perimeter of the circle of the, of the Space Mountain building, right? Mm. So like you like root you like loop all the way around it, and at some point in during that you're like in it in it. Yeah, <laughs> and I have very no idea disorienting. Where that is. So I watched. I looked at it when I researching this episode. I looked at it like a like a, a site plan for it. Oh, okay. Super strange. Yeah, like yeah. it's what what happens with the turns and everything like that. Yeah. But also oddly clean at the same time. I'm like, well, okay, that makes sense. Like that's how they have to get to that ride. Anyway, what are our scores, Ryan? What's the what's the big number here? Where does this ride rank? Okay, so in our in our Doom Buggy Challenge of the of the century, this mm-hmm. is coming in at uh, I gave it thirty five points total. You gave it, Adrian. You gave it thirty seven. Caitlin, you gave it thirty seven as well. Ah, sisters, sisters coming in on, uh, on even keel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that gives it a total of uh, thirty six point three. Uh, ties we're we're rounding up i believe right so so we're gonna give it a 37 37 that's that's a solid score solid it's, score solid it's, ride. doesn't have many above it where i mean we keep saying it it's every week but the same high right now tower of terror 48.5 points kind of a bummer that we did that one so early i mean like you know we we do the i caitlin i don't know if adrian's ever told you about like the behind the scenes of the show but like so we, we do it like randomly. We pick what rides we're going to do off of mm-hmm. some, you know, stupid wheel thing on the internet. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we ended up picking Tower of Terror, which we knew was going to be a banger. It ended up being like week two, week three, something like that. It was right at the beginning. And then yeah. I think the railroad was right after it. And they are the high and the low of the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the railroad still has 19 and Tower of Terror still has 48.5, but... I gotta give it up for the people mover. Let's all right. Let's drink our difference. Ryan and I have to drink four. Katie, you're drinking five. And cheers to the to this classic attraction. Is this ride a must do for everybody in the room? I am. I'll say emphatically yes. Yes. For me, I'm yep. very bummed if I miss it. If something happened, I didn't get on it. I, it doesn't feel like a complete Magic Kingdom day. I remember that happening when we were on the the bus back to the hotel you turned to me and you went oh my god we did not get on people mover. Yeah. and we were like it ruined it yeah <laughs> uh what is so, the longest amount of time you would wait for this ride 20 minutes 20 is sounds fair i'll go yeah with that. i'm probably 15 and then checking back like <laughs> as i Same. spend time in tomorrowland but yeah. it's like you know if it's at the end and i would probably be willing to wait longer yeah i mean i'll look around like i like looking around tomorrowland i like seeing the lights going off i like hearing the music like i'm okay with standing in tomorrowland with a turkey leg in my hand and waiting for this bad boy sure sure (laughs) no big deal um all right how drunk are you guys on a scale of tom thumb to tom morrow i think i am thomas q mouse from dumbo in that scene where dumbo was drunk and he put his trunk and, and the mouse puts his trunk in the soapy water, you know, because like him, I am also not very helpful. <laughs> uh, I guess, uh, what am I, like, probably like, uh, 
like John from uh, from the uh, uh, um, I'm brain farting now. Pocahontas. <laughs> sure, I'm I'm John Smith from Pocahontas. <laughs> okay, so you uh, you're uh, I'm just any love. John. Any John will do. <laughs> okay, Katie, what about you? You know what? I'm gonna go with that that Dumbo character you were just talking about. <laughs> While you guys were all chatting away, I was consistently drinking my uh, green drink that I have here. Yeah. I'm about to take a nap after. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what that's what it's all about. All right. Well, uh, that's our show. I would like to thank my beautiful sister, Caitlin Dadoon, for joining us. Thank, thank you so much. You'll come back again real soon because I know you love these rides. Love them. Yeah. Um, the Dark Ride presented by Drunk Distry is available every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can pay us by simply liking and subscribing, giving us a five-star rating or review, or just telling a Disney Parks-loving friend to listen. Um, I checked today, and we have a couple of five-star reviews on there thank you everyone for doing that please continue to do that that really helps us um you can also email us questions or shout outs uh drunk at gmail.com also please follow us on instagram for lots of great disney parks content at drunk history we're doing disney memes now adrian uh, is a meme them. machine you are such a <laughs> meme machine it's awesome i love them all so much thank you uh we're trying to base them on whatever ride we're doing that week um if a ride isn't particularly like easy we'll do some other random disney um shots uh like i said that's uh the dark ride i mean that's drunk at drunk history um the the memes are kind of fun and kind of dark just like the dark ride um thank you for always for joining us and uh cheers everybody cheers, see you guys see you Thank you.